Did you know that 92% of all employers search your online presence during the hiring and interview process? If you really truly understand that, think about what that means for you if you're a business owner, if you're thinking about starting a side hustle or an online business or being a part of this unbelievable creator economy. If you want to learn more and if you have questions about this and perhaps you're watching this on the replay or listening to this later, stick around because you're going to get your questions answered because it's another episode of Nez Nation Live. So make sure you come on back, y'all. I just realized I was on mute, wasn't I? You didn't hear a thing in that intro. <laughs> Did you guys hear anything that I just said? <laughs> oh my God, it's so good to see you guys. <laughs> I just realized that my microphone was on mute. You see, this is a professional live streamer, folks. Can't you tell that I'm a professional? Okay. <laughs> oh, you did hear everything. Okay. All right. For some reason, I thought my microphone was on mute. Well, anyway, welcome. Thank you so much, Lewis. I appreciate that. Welcome to another episode of Office Hours with yours truly. If you're new here, I'm Professor Nez. I am a personal branding consultant. I run an agency uh, where we help executives, professionals, and business owners uh, grow their impact and income online. So basically, we're here to make the internet your friend. There's so many ways that you can skin this cat. There's so many unbelievable opportunities that we never had ever before. The creator economy is blooming. It's blossoming. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I'm just so proud and so happy to be a part of this era. And I hope you are too. And if you're wondering, Nez, how do I, you know, why do I need to build a personal brand? Or what? why do I need to even do this? I'm a project manager. I'm a chief financial officer. I am a you know, marketing director or a sales rep. Why do I even need to worry about that? I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to answer that because you do need to worry about that. If you're a business owner, this should go without saying, but there's still a lot of business owners, even brick and mortar, who have no understanding of why everybody's paying attention on this thing called the internet and this is all about end user psychology. It's about figuring out where do people go and play? Where do people go and discover your products and services? It's all here, y'all. So you need to learn how to leverage these platforms. You need to learn how to leverage this amazing ecosystem. I'm here to help. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to leave them in the questionnaire form in the pinned comment. Uh, and you know what I'll do is I'll actually share this out in the comments, in the chat. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you share this out because y'all know sharing is caring. Uh, but it's just a simple form. It's not a very complicated form. And it's in the pinned comment on um, YouTube. But I'm just going to leave it again. I'm going to share it right now, which I just did across all platforms. We're live on YouTube, LinkedIn. Welcome, everybody. Happy Sunday. Happy May 16th. If you're like me, you're not super happy because I've got to do my taxes. But guess what? You guys have make me so much more happier. You guys make me feel so much better. And I need you guys. And I hopefully as much as you need me. And I just love this unbelievable Nez Nation community. We're bringing more humanness 
to this digitalness. It's so good to see you guys. Let's see who's here. And if you're watching this on the replay or listening to this on the replay, stick around because you're going to get amazing answers to questions that you might have. But we would love to actually see you here. We would love to see you here uh, live. And, and we go live every single Sunday, okay, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure that you're here. And by the way, this show is brought to you by BeyondTheBoxAcademy.com. If you are interested in building your online presence so that you can grow faster, earn more, stress less, and you want to go even deeper, you want to go step by step, you want something that you can learn at your own pace, BeyondTheBoxAcademy.com is my very own personal online academy I have created. You know, I've, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm not just calling myself professor for kicks and giggles. I've taught business and marketing and communications for over two decades. And so I've put my heart and soul into this academy, BeyondTheBoxAcademy.com. If you're interested, and all the courses have been marked down by over 35%, and I don't know when they're going to go up. They may go up very, very soon because I got to make money. We all got to make money. This is a very interesting, precarious time that we're all living in. But if you're interested in going deep, okay, on figuring out how to earn more, grow faster, and stress less on this thing called the internet by building your online presence, building your brand, building your story, connecting with your audience, I've got amazing flagship masterclasses over at beyondtheboxacademy.com. Make sure you go check them out. You, you, it's, it's free to at least go look at them. Look at all the reviews we've gotten. Look at all the people that we've helped. It, I literally walk you hand in hand everything you need to know about everything and making the internet your friend especially if you're a beginner, you're going to love those courses. We got a multiple courses too, by the way. And so make sure you go check that out. But let's do a little roll call here. Let's see who's here. We've got Lewis in the house. Good to see you, Lewis. Make sure you share this out. Josephine. Hey, it's great to see you, Josephine. Thank you so much for being here. Brian is in the house. My man Sweeney Dunstan is in the house. Good to see you always. Sweeney, how are you? Welcome. Make sure, by the way, when you're coming in, you smash that smash button, aka the like button. It's so good to see you guys. George Fisher on LinkedIn. Always, always excited to see you, George. I love everything that you're doing on LinkedIn. I truly, truly love everything you're doing on LinkedIn. You're just doing amazing things, inspiring others, motivating others. It's great to see you. Benji Travis in the house from Video Influencers. Good to see you, Benji. How's everything going? It's so nice to see you. Oh, look at this. Look at this. We got Stacy. Over on Periscope, it's so great to see you, Stacy. Thank you so much. Come on in, come on in. And of course, I can't, look at this. My man, KD from Sugarland, Texas. <laughs> it's so good to see you, KD. How in the world are you? Look at that. He just is an absolute fountain of inspiration, a fountain of motivation. Thank you so much for being here, KD. I absolutely love seeing you, man. It's always a pleasure seeing you in the chat from Sugarland, Texas. KD in the house. Good to see you. Lighthouse, good to see you. Welcome. Great to see you. Jun Ray, I hope I'm saying that right on Facebook. Fantastic to see you. Great to see you. Thank you, Stacy. All right, from Orlando, Florida. Yeah, if you have any questions at all, there is a questionnaire form uh, that is pinned in. It should be on LinkedIn and it should be on. Uh, definitely, it's pinned on YouTube. 
It's the pinned comment. I would love for you to fill that out. It's just a real like easy one, two, three. Uh, it's just an easy one, two, three. If you could fill that out, I would really, really appreciate it. And I'll get to your questions. But before I do, I have to say this, which is so uh, amazing. You know, you've been hearing me talk a lot about the creator economy. Um, what in the world does that even mean? There's so many opportunities now, guys. There's just unbelievable opportunities. Um, basically, you know, in a nutshell, as simple as I can describe it, the creator economy is this unbelievable ecosystem online where you're able to monetize your creativity. If you can actually provide value, if you can actually create something that engages people, that moves people, that transforms lives, that actually offers help and changes and impacts your community, these platforms and all of these different entities are providing ways for you to monetize. Some ones that come off the, the top of my head very recently, Clubhouse. I know a lot of you guys, let me know in the chat, uh, give me a hashtag me if I met you uh, on Clubhouse, because I know a lot of you guys are on that platform, this awesome audio only uh, platform where, I mean, I can't tell you how many uh, connections, the networking capacity on this beautiful platform. Uh, you know, I've met so many amazing people and I've actually accrued a lot of clients too, without even trying. Clubhouse has recently added monetization for creators. And on top of that, they're actually giving creators all of the, it's, it's basically a way to tip or, or, or uh, um, uh, pay somebody you know, on Clubhouse for, you know, providing real value. And so this is something that is just amazing. And Clubhouse is actually giving all the 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 uh, proceeds to the creator without charging them any fees or anything. Let me know also in the chat if you've gotten uh, paid through Clubhouse. Uh, let me know in the chat. I'd love to hear from you because this is something that's so interesting, right? This is the creator economy you don't have to necessarily, you know, have a product or service. You don't necessarily have to be a business owner, quote unquote, although there's a lot of things we can discuss there. And I would definitely advocate that you should create some kind of um, platform for yourself and not be beholden to these other platforms, right? Uh, and I'll talk about that too in a second. But there's so many opportunities. Twitter just provided a brand new feature called tipping where you can actually uh, donate and pay creators on Twitter. YouTube shorts, holy macadamia nut. How many people heard the latest? I did a video on this very recently. I did a video on this very, very recently. Hey, good to see you, Seti. Seti in Thailand, I believe. Good to see you, Seti. Um, YouTube shorts, is now providing monetization by starting a brand new fund similar to TikTok, uh, as well as they're thinking about doing monetization within the shorts shelf themselves, actually adding ads to shorts. How many people are doing and creating YouTube shorts? Let me know in the comments down below. I would really, really appreciate that. Uh, Benji asks a great question. What platforms do you find are the most friendly for people to start using who are completely new to social media. I love that. I'm going to answer that in just a second, uh, Benji. I absolutely love that. Good to see you, KD. So I see uh, Silver Fox is in the house. Good to see you. Stacy says, we met on Clubhouse and then following on Twitter. Fantastic. 
I know Lewis and Brian I met on uh, on Clubhouse. I absolutely love that. Lewis says, your presence and time is the product. Yes, the creator economy. I absolutely love that. Um, this is so good. Seti says, platforms that provide opportunities for creators to monetize are understanding creator growth, provide, create, grow. Here's the thing too. This is why I'm such an advocate of this creator economy and why I think content is king, right? You got to do it strategically. And Benji asks a fantastic question. Uh, and I've got a really great answer, I hope, for that. Um, all of these platforms are setting a precedent, right? If Clubhouse is saying, hey, we're going to allow monetization for creators. And what we're going to do is we're going to actually provide all, we're not going to take even a cut of it. We're going to give all the proceeds to the creators that's setting a precedent okay i don't know if you know this or not but whenever you provide a creator on youtube with a super chat or you become a member of their membership youtube takes a very very large cut i'm not denouncing i'm not judging but i i will say honestly i think the cut is way too large i think they're taking a pretty significant cut of super chats and other forms of monetization for creators on YouTube. I love YouTube. I'm a huge fan of YouTube. I primarily dance on YouTube. I, I create a lot of content on YouTube. But um, you see what Clubhouse is doing, Twitter is doing, uh, YouTube Shorts, TikTok. You're seeing all these different ways. And I don't even know if you're a writer, if you're not a video creator, you know, you can get paid through your blogs, not just through uh, Google AdSense, but now Medium is offering, which Medium is a blog website. Uh, it's almost like a social media website for writers. Uh, you can monetize your articles. You can monetize your writing through Medium. I know some people who are making really, really good money on Medium. This is the creator economy. And the only thing that's holding you back, the only limitation is your own creativity, is your own imagination. So if, if these amazing platforms are setting this precedent and they're saying, and they're, they're, they're basically issuing a proclamation saying that, hey, you know what? This is our model. We want the creators to come to our platform. We want to be able to monetize and we want to be able to give them most of the proceeds. Any other further monetization uh, 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 things that come out, any monetization uh, avenues that come out in the future, they're going to have to compete with these models. Otherwise, the, what's the incentive for the creator to leave that platform? And so actually, this is another reason why I've said this many times on the stream, that competition is between these platforms is good for us as creators, right? We're seeing Instagram, Facebook. Facebook, I, I shared this a couple of weeks ago, maybe two, three weeks ago. Facebook is now allowing monetizations for videos under three minutes, actually under 60 seconds. Why? Because they need to compete with TikTok because they know vertical video is a big part of the creator economy. And so, holy macadamia nut, there's so many ways to skin this cat. There's so many opportunities for you. If you're, if you're watching and listening to this and you're like, you know what? I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what to do. I don't know how to create content. What am I supposed to create content about? You've come to the right place. And I'm telling you right now, I think this is the greatest time to be alive. This is the greatest time, folks. Yes, Twitter has the tip jar. Exactly. Luis, it's good to see you. Fantastic. Hey, look who it is. Good to see you. Puzzle to purpose. Tasha, how are you? Make sure as you're coming in 
that you're hitting that like button. Please, I would really, really appreciate it. And don't forget, sharing is caring. Uh, and I would really appreciate this if you could share this out. We want to get as many people in the house as we can. Angie is in the house. Good to see you, Angie. Angie, I met on Clubhouse, who is crushing it in the gardening space. So good to see you. So Benji, are you still here? I want to answer your question. And by the way, Benji's such a sweetheart. I want to say something really quick. If Benji's still here, it doesn't matter if he's still here, but I want to say this about Benji Travis. Benji Travis is, first of all, he's an amazing content creator. He, uh, his, him and his wife's uh, vlog channel is just, actually, Benji, my wife and I watched very recently, we watched the video where you were, you know, the vlog of uh, the birth of your twins, which was so awesome and so just inspiring and entertaining and interesting. And I think it's got millions and millions of views. I can't remember uh, correctly, but awesome, awesome vlog. My wife and I were watching that very recently. I want to say something about Benji Travis. So, and I want to answer this question. And also, I'd love to hear from you, Benji. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, this is such a good question. Benji Travis, who really is not only an amazing content creator, not only a, a YouTube genius. He's been on YouTube for a very, very long time. I think 10 plus years. Uh, he's got an amazing book called YouTube Secrets. Um, and he's an amazing clubhouser. Like, I don't know. Is that the term that we're calling? What are we calling ourselves on clubhouse? Are we clubhousers? <laughs> Clubbers? Let me know in the chat. I'd love to hear from you. You know, uh, but but not only that, but Benji actually, you know, he was such a great help to me recently, uh, you know, where, you know, I was I was working on a kind of new look, a new setup. He actually took time, his own time, which I know is valuable and I really appreciate. He took time to really give me concrete help and concrete advice. Uh, and he knew, and I, and I was very honest with him that I'm not a very technical guy. Uh, and he was just so gracious with his time and so giving. And I just want to, the reason I'm saying this, I'm sure he's embarrassed right now. He's like, Nez, shut up. But like, the reason I'm saying this is because if, you know, personal branding is just a phrase, right? It's, it's, it's been around forever. Uh, and the kind of modern version of this is sort of your strategic story online. It's really about being a human being. You know, our mission statement here at Nez Nation is bringing more humanness to this digitalness because you can actually create amazing relationships. You can actually make a lot of money, but it starts with impact. And Benji exemplifies this. Um, for him to be so gracious and so giving and so humble um, is just a testament to his success. And so I would highly recommend that you all connect and follow with Benji, especially on LinkedIn, because he's really going hard on LinkedIn. He just got LinkedIn Live access very recently, which I'm so proud of him and so happy for him. Uh, and uh, just a big fan. And just I just wanted to say that. And so I'm sure Benji's like, oh, you know, no big deal, because he's such a humble guy. But I absolutely love uh, connecting with you very recently, uh, 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 Benji. Hey, good to see you, Althouse Media. Is that Regan? Good to see you. <laughs> Uh, clubbers, clubbers, let's see, clubbers would be a great term for all the club owners and creators. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Benji says, this is a great question. So I want to answer this question. And by the way, if you have any questions, I would love it. If you could fill it out in the, um, there's in the pin comment, 
there is a uh, there is a uh, questionnaire form that I would love if you could fill that out because it would really mean a lot to me and also just helps me to kind of organize all the questions. But this is such a good question from uh, Benji that I want to answer it because it's so good. And I and I would love to hear your thoughts too because we got a lot. Hey, here's the thing too. When you come to a Nez Nation live stream, you don't just get me who's been in the online space for two decades, who runs two online businesses, who eats, sleeps, and breathes content creation. I love creating content. But you also get, look at this. We've got content creators, live streamers, podcasters, business professionals, executives, I mean, business owners. It's amazing. So we got an amazing cacophony of this awesome Nez Nation community. So Benji says, so I want to hear from you. So Benji says, what platforms do you find are the most friendly for people to start using who are completely new to social media? So I always say, go where your audience is. And I'm a big believer that you need to do a deep dive into who that is. I don't think that you should just start spraying and praying, you know, and just kind of creating everywhere and just hoping for the best. Although I have something to say about that too. But I would really advise anybody who's first starting out to really do a methodical analysis of who it is that they're trying to serve, okay? I always start with these three kind of pillars, purpose, audience, message. The first thing that's really important is to identify what is your purpose? What is your goal? What do you want to achieve? And I don't say do what makes you happy or follow your passion, even though I get it. But I feel like those things can fade and they're a little bumper stickery, to be honest with you, and platitudinous. Um, purpose to me is longevity. What you were meant to do on this thing called Earth, when you discover that. Like, I feel I was born to do this. I was born to help and inspire people. Um, it's just in my blood. It's in my DNA. Um, if you look at my student evaluations, most of the comments are passionate, inspiring. Uh, you know, I get a few bad evaluations too. You can't please everybody, but, but, you know, I, I, I feel like I was meant to do this. And so when you find that purpose, it'll help you through the bad days, the down days, the dog days. It also help you avoid burnout, identify what that purpose is, then identify the audience that will get the most out of that purpose and then craft a compelling message. Clarity is so important. Clarity in your messaging is so important. Clarity is more important than gear. Clarity is more important than fancy websites, than fancy uh, you know, camera effects or whatever, or content. You need to be clear to your audience what they're gonna get out of it. So, so those are the things I like to start with with clients and just start with anybody who's just starting out. But also, here's what I'd like to add too, just to kind of get more in the micro details. Honestly, I think, and I'd love to hear from Benji too, and I'd love to hear from other people as well. Honestly, I feel like right now, I think, you know, most people, and I think this is a, this is kind of, um, you know, the reason why TikTok is booming and the reason why shorts is booming and the reason why Instagram reels is booming. I think vertical video, just using your phone and just starting, just just get the ball rolling is really the best thing to do. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Look at this. I love this uh, comment from Lewis. Uh, Lewis says, uh, if you confuse, you lose. I love that. Absolutely. 
Absolutely true. I feel either Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter, Seti says, are the great ones to get started, depending on who your target is. Yes, YouTube is a strange beast where everyone meets, uh, but not as intense as the other platforms. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely love that. These are great comments from great creators. I truly believe that that vertical video is the atomic bomb dropped on social media. And the cool thing is, is that what TikTok shorts, reels, and other vertical video platforms, even Twitter is introducing more uh, vertical video styles and, and, and allowing you to use larger framing for pictures and photos they just recently released. I think what this does is it equalizes the playing field. Whereas most people feel so overwhelmed by the tech, you know, you ask somebody to start a YouTube channel or you even talk about, you know, starting to post on Facebook or anywhere and people get very overwhelmed and they overthink, well, I need, do I need a microphone? Do I need lighting? Do I need a camera? I don't know how to use editing software. I don't know how to use, you know, what do I, the, the technical is the stifling blockade. Whereas with these vertical video platforms, IG stories, right? Somebody mentioned IG stories, YouTube shorts, TikTok. My wife is a good example. Like my wife never really created content. It's not really in her to be a content creator, quote unquote, but she loves TikTok. My wife is a great microcosm of the demographic because she creates TikToks, right? And, you know, and she's doing a lot of TikToks with our brand new puppy, which is actually getting a lot of traction. Um, but the thing is, is that she never did that before, but what these platforms are doing like TikTok, shorts, Instagram, they're equalizing the playing field, they're democratizing content creation, which I think is so powerful. So Benji's question is so poignant because, you know, again, I, I think it's smart to have a strategy, but don't overthink the strategy. Sometimes just by creating and tasting and trying, you'll discover purpose, audience, and message. Uh, so I encourage people to just get cooking, but also, um, you know, I think to be more on the micro side or just really detailed side, I do believe this right here is probably the best way to start. Don't worry about lighting. Don't worry about set, audio, camera, just use what you have right now and start the ball rolling. And the technology, you know, I started with my iPhone four or five, I can't even remember, and, uh, you know, the technology and the, the ability to evolve with your technology will happen over time, if that makes sense. I love it. That's such a good question. But I'd love to hear what you guys think. What do you guys think? Seti says, Facebook, older, less technical, Twitter, learn, share. Yeah. Yeah, there's different purposes on every, uh, there's different purposes. Yeah, did you leave it in the uh, in the form, uh, Luis? I'd love to I'd love to hear from you. Hey, good to see you. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. Is it Fienu on uh, LinkedIn? Great to see you. Thank you for being here. Make sure you hit that like. And if you have any questions, feel free to uh, ask them. I would love to hear from you. Thank you. Stacy says, LinkedIn can be quite useful depending on your purpose, message, and audience. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so funny that you say that, Stacy. Stacy says, getting started is the hardest part. Why do you think that is? Why do you think getting started is the hardest part? What's the point of getting started too? Like you need to really understand what your objective is. Like I work with clients, executives, and professionals that are looking to advance their career. They're looking to build their thought leadership. Well, the way to do that is to make others aware of your perspective, 
right? And I think creating content on LinkedIn, creating content on Facebook and YouTube are great ways to build your thought leadership, build your personal brand. I put that in air quotes because I know we've heard personal branding time and time again. It's almost become an abused word, right? But essentially, to me, personal branding is just modern communications. I've said this before, you know, I'm a, I'm a marketing and business communications professor, um, even though I'm running my businesses and I really do that on a low load right now. I only teach a couple classes a semester. Um, I, I said this in Clubhouse very recently. If you're a marketing and business professor and you're not on Clubhouse, I think you're doing your students a major disservice. And I mean that like 100%. Why? Because this is where it's happening. This is where the conversations are taking place. This is where the attention is going, right? You want customers, you want clients, you want to build your thought leadership. Well, you got to go where everybody is interacting. You got to go where the eyeballs and earballs are, right? I say this all the time. It's important to identify where the ecosystem lies. Where are the um, where are the people you know engaging? And, and where are your customers? Where are your clients, etc. And so, you know, I, I think that it would be a disservice if you didn't understand that these platforms are powerful for a reason, because there's real connections taking place, not just shiny new object syndrome, but there's real connections taking place. I can attest to this. I can attest to this. Benji says, agree. I usually go through the same thought process with people who ask that of me, purpose, people, and then decide the platform. Love that. However, if I'm on an elevator for the average person who's not on social media, I almost always say Facebook. Normally super easy for most and your friends and family are there. That's a cool perspective, Benji. Thank you. I love that. Thank you for sharing that, Benji. Yeah, I wouldn't have... Uh... It's funny, you know, the first thing that came in my head when you asked, Benji, was you know, TikTok and shorts, just because I think vertical video and also maybe perhaps, you know, I don't think long form content is going anywhere. Please don't, don't get, don't take this the wrong way. But I do think that, that short form content, AKA vertical video, 60 seconds or less type of content is on the rise and it could be a predominant form of content creation if not already in the very near future. I mean, it could also go no, nowhere, right? Uh, but, you know, 6.5 billion views a day globally on YouTube Shorts. I mean, people are building, you know, massive, massive followings, massive, massive views on YouTube Shorts, um, Instagram Reels, um, TikTok, obviously. Um, you know, this is, this is a sign, this is a sign. And I think it's something that we as business owners, we, as people who want to reach people, okay, whatever your capacity that is, we need to pay attention to that. It's extremely, extremely important. Seti says, I'm on YouTube planning, recording, editing. The wife loves TikTok. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife is all about TikTok. Absolutely. Good to see you, Silver Fox in the house. Make sure you hit that like button. By the way, if you're just joining us, Really quickly, I just want to let you know that you're watching Office Hours with yours truly. I am your personal branding coach, executive career coach, content creator, business owner, etc. We go live every single Sunday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I would love to see you guys here. If you're listening to this, watching this on the replay, come join us live. I know you can't always make it, but try your hardest because we'd love to see you and you can get your questions answered. I'd really, really appreciate that. Okay.
Love it. Absolutely love it. Tom Nash is in the house. Congratulations, Tom, on hitting 200,000 subscribers. Congratulations, Tom. It's so great to see you. You're just creating amazing, amazing content. Yes. Stacy says, I definitely agree. I started pretty rough, but the quality is easy to see over time. Yeah. Here's another thing too. Somebody asked this on Clubhouse very recently, um, you know, about being afraid to stink when they first start. Let me save you the suspense. I'll, I'll give you the same exact. I'll give you the same exact answer that I gave this individual on Clubhouse. First of all, let me save you the suspense. You're gonna stink. It's gonna be bad. Everybody started at ground zero. Casey Neistat, Mr. Beast, right? Uh, uh, you know, all of these content creators. I can't think. Of, I mean, there's so many more, right? Benji Travis, right? We all started. Tom Nash, Seti, who's got over two hundred thousand subscribers. We all started with nothing. We all started with garbage. My first 50, maybe even my first 100 videos, garbage. As a matter of fact, I look at some of the videos I made in 2020 and I cringe. I look at some of the videos I made last week and I cringe. I mean, I'm never satisfied. I want to constantly get better and better and better. I'm sure if I watch this stream uh, or listen to this podcast on the replay, I'll cringe. And actually, I think that's a good thing. And I'll tell you why I think that's a good thing. It's a good thing because as soon as you become satisfied, as soon as you become, and, and there's a, a kind of fine line here because you don't want to be too harsh on yourself, but I'm actually um, afraid of satisfaction. I'm afraid of being happy with everything that I create because I, I fear complacency and I don't want to be complacent. I don't want to rest on my laurels. I want to constantly try to get better. Um, and that, you know, continual pursuit is what keeps me hungry and I think keeps me sharp. Um, that's just me, my own psychology. I'd love to hear your process too, but actually, um, yeah, if you're just starting out or thinking about starting out, I promise you this, you're going to get better. Just like with anything, you're going to get better and better. I'm a huge tennis fan. I love tennis, right? I've been playing tennis for 22 years. I'm a pretty good player actually at tennis. I'm a high level player at tennis. My backhand for the first three, four years was awful, was awful. But the more I practiced, the more I built that muscle memory, the more I visualized and studied other people's forms, I got better and better and better. Now my backhand is one of my strongest shots. And so it's just like with anything, the more you do it, you're going to get better. Perfection doesn't exist but you can always get better. I hope that makes sense. Uh, and so, because I know that's a lot of things, that's a, that's a lot of the time, that's what stops people from, uh, from starting. Okay, thank you, Luis. I will get to your question right now. Thank you so much. Please hit that uh, like button. Make sure you share this out because sharing is caring. And welcome to the live stream show. I'm so glad that you guys are all here. It really, really means a lot to me that you guys are here. So we have a question here from, yes, Tech for Your Needs, uh, Louis, Luis, Luis. Okay, here we go. Let's let's put uh, let's put his question in the uh, comments here, and I'm going to bring it up on screen. I'm going to bring it up on screen right now. Okay, so Luis asks. This is such a great question. Are you a YouTuber or content creator? I'm a content creator. I belong where my content is taking. Okay, cool. 
I love that. Uh, so are you asking me personally, Luis, if I'm a YouTuber or content creator, or are you asking just, are you just making a general statement? Please clarify in the chat. Um, you know, whether I could, I, I, these are just titles, right? These are just labels. Um, content creator, YouTuber, I, I think that's insignificant. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. But to me, labels and titles mean nothing. Results are what matters. I've got over 230 recommendations on my LinkedIn profile. I dare you to find one other person in my niche. These are all from real clients. Real clients that have hired me, paid me money, and gotten results. I would f be hard-pressed. There's only one other person I know, and I think he's in Michigan or something, who has more than I do in my niche, okay? Um, and I didn't even really look like that closely uh, at his recommendations. When I say these are real people who've gotten real results, you can literally go to my LinkedIn profile, scroll to the bottom, click on the recommendations, and you can go to their, they're real people, okay? You can, their profile will come up. And you can ask them. You can, I, I tell this to, to future clients or prospective clients. I say, hey, go talk to these people. Be like, who the hell is this Nez guy? Should I trust this Nez guy? Should I hire this Nez guy? Because anybody can fabricate reviews, etc. right? If you actually talk to a real person, they'll say, yeah, I hired Nez and he literally you know, helped me get the position I wanted. He helped me build my brand. He helped me build you know, my equity or et cetera, whatever the, whatever the purpose was. And so to me, it doesn't matter what labels and titles are, uh, Luis. I hope that makes sense. To me, it's results are, are greater than titles. So what are the results that you're getting with your content, with your business, with your advocacy? Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Lewis says, I'm a camera junkie. Yes, you are. Lewis was a really big help too. Hey, Imad is in the house. Good to see you, Imad. Fantastic to see you. Yeah, so to me, it's all about results. It's if you can provide results, you're going to win, okay? If you can provide results, you're going to win. Um, let me ask really quickly, how are, what, are, what are the things that you're seeing, speaking of results, what is, the, what is it that you're seeing the most results with right now? What are you seeing? Hey, Nez, I'm doing a lot of live streams. I'm seeing results. Hey, Nez, I'm doing a lot of YouTube shorts and I'm seeing results. Hey, Nez, I'm doing podcasts. I'm doing, um, I'm seeing a lot of results on being present on Clubhouse. I would love to hear from you. Hey, Nez, I'm seeing results on LinkedIn. I've been posting more on LinkedIn. I would love to hear from you. What are you getting results from? And again, don't forget in the pinned comment, especially on YouTube, it might not be on, uh, it might not be almost Brian. Brian says, <laughs> no sneeze nation. <laughs> no, not yet. It'll happen though. Probably it'll happen eventually. <laughs> Why do you guys want me to sneeze so bad? <laughs> if you don't know what uh, Brian's talking about, it's a running joke that every time I go live, I sneeze at least once. It's very rare that I've had uh, a, a stream without a sneeze. I don't know why. As soon as I go, maybe it's a nervous reaction. I don't know. It could be. Stacy has a great comment here. Stacy says, let me fix my hair. <laughs> Stacy says, hey, Nez, I'm seeing a lot of results from LinkedIn and my podcast. Congratulations. I love that, Stacy. And tell us a little bit what uh, what's working best. What have you done? 
because I want this to be helpful for everybody. I want this to bring value to everybody. And this is why I, I, I believe in the replay so much too, for people who can't make it. If you're listening and watching and you can't make it, this is why you listen the whole way through. This is why you watch the whole way through. By the way, did you guys know that we have a podcast? I don't know if you guys know this or not, but we've got the number one personal branding podcast on Apple and Spotify. Over 108, I believe, five-star reviews. That's what it looks like too on Spotify and Apple. All of these streams go live there. Also, interviews. Benji Travis was on the show recently. Daryl Eves was on the recent uh, was on the show recently. All of those are on the podcast. We had a, a brilliant author, uh, Jeff Gotthelf, was on the show not that long ago. Well, we've got a lot of other great guests coming very, very soon. I don't know if you guys realize this, but you need to go subscribe to the podcast. Please do. And hit us up with a five-star review. I'd really appreciate that. Yeah, Stacy, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, what's really working well for you on LinkedIn and your podcast? What did you do differently that got you such amazing results? I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear from you guys because I love learning from you just as hopefully you're learning from me. Seti says, I've seen huge growth on the website as I've redesigned it, been pushing it a bit more, and it's been incredibly successful. Love that, Seti. Talk to me a little bit about what you've been implementing. I'd love to hear from that. Yes, it is, Luis. Luis says it's a traditional part of your brand. Luis is somebody who, Tech for Your Needs, a.k.a. Nano, Nano has been with me for uh, since 2015. Uh, on on when I was an early adopter of Periscope uh, before Facebook Live started. Uh, and I think Meerkat was around too, and so was Blab. Um, Luis has been with me from the very beginning when I was going to Starbucks and doing lives on my phone, my iPhone 5 or God knows what it was, maybe a 6, I can't remember. Maybe even an iPhone 4, I can't remember. Um, I was just going live with my earbuds and trying to find a quiet corner in Starbucks because I was so fascinated by live streaming. I didn't have any audio, didn't have any camera, nothing. I was just building my chops, right? Building my, my, uh, uh, you know, my reps. And so Luis, uh, yeah, if anybody knows uh, what, what's uh, conventional and traditional on a Nez Nation live stream, it's definitely, definitely you. Okay. So Stacy says, great comment here. Stacy says, thank you so much for joining us, Stacy. Stacy says, inviting guests to our podcast via LinkedIn. Fantastic. Cool. Now, are you doing lives on LinkedIn too? Do you have LinkedIn live access yet or no? She also adds creating articles on LinkedIn and using all social media platforms, feeding back to the podcast. I absolutely love that. That is so cool, Stacy. Good for you. Good for you. Fantastic stuff. Seti says, uh, that's automatically, okay, so most of my tutorials are pretty straightforward. Um, prefer to read and see what, I'm, I'm trying to read the first comment first before this one. In-depth articles and topics I can't cover in video format, so that's where the website fills that void, as well as list building, of course. Yeah, one of the things I can't, thank you so much, Seti. Uh, I, one of the things I can't stress enough, and this is actually a great segue because, I don't know if you guys have realized this or not, but, um, you know, building on YouTube as much as I love, as much as I love YouTube, you guys know how much I love YouTube. Um, and you guys know how much I love these platforms. Building on these platforms is, 
is amazing. It's fantastic. But um, you got to understand that you don't own this asset, right? We're, we're, we're building our platforms on essentially rented property. And so we're not the landlords. Uh, very recently, I tweeted out that um, somebody who uh, has a highly respected channel, 120,000 subscribers, and this happened twice to other people too, woke up one morning and YouTube sent him an email saying, we've deleted your channel. Now, this was his livelihood. He was earning a full-time income with his YouTube channel. Um, 120,000 subscribers. And he also built, I think, a lot of different revenue streams around that audience. And YouTube, and it was a mistake, and I hope he's recovered his channel by now. I don't know if he did. But it's a stark reminder, gang, that if you're not if you're not building some kind of asset that you own, which I think to me having an email list is essential, um, you are susceptible and you're vulnerable to these. I have to tell you this. I know it sounds a little harsh. I know it sounds a little kind of dark, but it's the truth. You're um you're 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 going to be more vulnerable to these platforms and to never mind all the algorithmic changes, never mind all the policy changes, etc. But imagine waking up and all the hard work, years and years of hard work you put into something evaporated just like that. And it was a total mistake too. It was a total mistake. Um, and I think the way that this person found out was one of his audience, uh, his loyalists um, messaged him on Instagram and said, dude, your YouTube channel has gone. Imagine waking up and, and finding that out. Could you imagine? Now, it was, a, it was wrongfully terminated, okay? Um, but, I mean, that just, that's even worse to me. It was wrongfully terminated. Uh, that's even more of a, a, a reason and incentive to start building assets that you own like an email list. I've been advocating this to my clients. I've been advocating this on Clubhouse. I've been advocating to you guys, Nez Nation, having a strong call to action and, you know, uh, getting people to to opt in and and especially to a list and and obviously doing it in a way that's at their benefit to their benefit is going to really change your entire business model and your entire game um i love these platforms but if you eat sleep and breathe only on these platforms you're vulnerable to their uh, demands basically they're the landlords so build it uh, uh, build it um Start building that absolutely now because before it's too late. I don't want to see that happen to any of you guys, okay? Stacy says, I have more content. That oh, wait, wait, let me see. Doing live streams has been the most effective. I love that. Yeah. Um, but the live streams are raw, so you must adjust to the unexpected to create the best experience. Yeah, most live streams, you know, live streaming is a completely different beast, uh, yes, Luis says it better than I could have ever said it. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's exactly right. It's definitely slow compared to subs because, but here's the thing. It's how you position it. And, and actually that's everything. It's how you position yourself and how you position it. And so um, if you can position it in a way 
that really brings huge benefit to the audience. Okay, so for example, uh, in the description of this video, I'll do my little call to action right now. You can become a Nez Nation Insider where you get all the best information, help, guidance, tips, practices, and strategies right into your inbox about how you can advance your career, start, grow, and maybe scale your very own online business in an easy, simplified, convenient way. Sometimes you guys don't get notified of all my videos or you don't get notified of my live streams. Well, how would you like to always get notified? How would you like to always be in the in? That's why it's called the Nez Nation Insider. I would love for you to join our Nez Nation Insider crew where you'll never miss anything again. And you don't have to go anywhere. It's all conveniently going to be placed in your inbox. You don't have to worry about, well, what do I do about you know, payment processing? What do I do about content creation? What do I do about brand awareness? What do I do about this or that? Become a Nez Nation Insider in the description below, okay? As a matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to share the link so you can join our email list, our newsletter. I'm going to share it in the comments right now. Everybody needs to do this. Everybody needs to build an asset that they own. I'm telling you right now, it'll change your game completely. Uh, I pay a lot of money, by the way, too. It's not inexpensive, okay? It is It is definitely not inexpensive to have an email list, especially if you have over a 1,000 uh, subscribers, okay, on your email list. But um, it's absolutely essential. And so here, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to uh, put this in the chat right now. Uh, so definitely join the email list. And uh, if you can click on that, you might not be able to click on that on Periscope, but you should be able to click on that everywhere else. Um, but again, if you go to the description of this, hey, good to see you, Bryce. Bryce is in the house. Yes, Lewis, I love live streaming too. Absolutely. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yes, Silver Fox. I love live streaming too. Absolutely. Hey, PC Tech is in the house. Good to see you, man. I've been growing my list slowly but steady. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you've got um, one of the things with email marketing, uh, and, and a lot of people think email marketing is dead, which is ridiculous. One of the things, again, is if you can make it in the best interest of your audience and just make it all about them, it's the same thing with content creation. That's how you're going to win with email marketing. I know you've probably, maybe I should do an entire stream on email, how I accrue emails, lead magnets, marketing, etc., segmentation. Maybe I should do an entire thing on email. If you guys like that, give me a hashtag yeah in the chat. If you're like, Nez, I would love an entire video or stream dedicated to email marketing. Give me a hashtag yeah in the chat and I'll do it for you. I have no problem doing it for you. But yeah, um, it was, this happened more than once, by the way. This happened more than once. Um, and it was recently too. I don't know what's going on. But CoffeeZilla, I know if Tom Nash is still here, Tom Nash uh, knows who CoffeeZilla is. How many people know who CoffeeZilla is? The reason I like CoffeeZilla is because he finds people in my industry and calls them out for being frauds, which I love because I believe in my industry, but there's so many people out there who are taking advantage of it with Ponzi schemes, scams, frauds, coaching packages that are frauds. It really bums me out. And it makes the rest of us who are working our butts off to provide value 
Um, it's making us look bad. And so I love what Coffeezilla does. He finds these people and he basically exposes them for who they are. Um, and he does it in a very entertaining way. Yeah. Seti says, I love Coffeezilla. Yep. Stacy says Coffeezilla. Yep. Seti says, yeah, but only if you sneeze. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You want me to do a fake sneeze? <laughs> um, so, so see, every time you guys mention sneeze, I can, I can kind of feel a tinkle. Um, yeah, Coffeezilla had the same thing happen to him very recently. And this guy has, um, I think almost a million subscribers, if I'm not correct. Doesn't he have something like 800,000 subscribers? I'm not even sure. I know he's got a lot. Um, but yeah, he actually had his channel deleted. And it was over like a uh, community guideline strike or something. And it wasn't even a warning. His channel, his whole channel was misinterpreted as being violative and his whole channel got deleted. And you know what he's doing now, which I noticed in his new videos. Now what he's doing is he's saying, Hey, he even said this in one of his videos. He said, I never do this, but I'm going to go ahead and ask that you guys connect with me on other platforms. So he popped up in an overlay. He popped up his Instagram and his Twitter. And he said, just in case this happens again on YouTube, because he was putting all his eggs in one basket. You've got to diversify, guys. And I think even just, I think the mistake is saying, go to Instagram or go to Twitter. Get them on your list. Your email list is an asset you own. Getting them to another platform is not going to help because those platforms could could delete you uh, uh, randomly too. You never know what could happen. You know, I mean, God forbid these platforms, you know, just die off. They could just, uh, you know, tomorrow be non-operational. Is it likely? Of course not. Is it possible? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Diversity. I love this comment from Stacy. Diversity means longevity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, if you're just joining us, by the way, you're watching uh, Office Hours with yours truly. We go live every single Sunday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that like button. And also in the comments, make sure you join my the Nez Nation Insider List because I send out emails. And by the way, I don't bombard you. This is another thing that you have to understand. You can't bombard your audience uh, with uh, emails all the time. You got to, it's really, you got to be tactful. And the more tactful you are, um, the more you're going to grow and the more people are going to appreciate because you're going to get people who unsubscribe. You're going to get people who leave your newsletter, who leave uh, all the time, right? I mean, the people's inboxes are sacred. And so if you're a part of that rotation, that carousel of inboxes, uh, don't take that for granted. That's an honor and a privilege. I see this all the time with clients that I advise, even with uh, other content creators that I work with, where they bombard their list with, you know, nonsensical things all the time. You got to be really, really uh, strategic about that. And so this is just another facet of earning money online and building a business online. And I would say, even if you, even if you are just doing this for fun, and as a creative outlet, which I love, you should still have a business mentality because, you know, what do you want? Uh, you want a creative outlet, but you also want people to enjoy your content. And so if you have a business mentality, you're going to be able to serve them a lot better.
Brian says, yes, I truly would love to watch a video about how to build an email list. I think that will help a lot. Yes, especially on YouTube. Um, Bryce from Doing Life Today. I love that name of your channel, by the way, brother. I really do. Love love having you here, Bryce. It's great to see you on the stream. Bryce says, what would you consider too many emails in a week? Well, it depends on your audience. I mean, that's a good question, Bryce. But it really just depends on your audience. Some people want an email every day, you know? I mean, some people do. Some audiences do, you know? Um, you know, you look at wrestling fans like the WWE, you know, they publish, what, like 88, 90 videos a day, you know? They're publishing hundreds of videos a day. Um, they have a starving, hungry audience that wants more 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 content so it's working out for them i mean they're i think um one of the top viewed channels on youtube wwe and so and so uh, it really depends on your audience now i would say average uh, i would say average you know maybe one email a week if not maybe two just on average but again just saying that is really um not helpful because it depends on your audience test this out Really try to uh, dive deep and maybe even don't be afraid to poll your audience and say like, you know, what's your email um, kind of frequency sort of threshold? What do you guys, what do you guys think? Do you guys like getting as much information as possible? If you segment those lists too, because you're going to have different segmentations. Some people are going to want an email more often. Some people are like, no, once a month is enough for me. And so by segmenting that, segmentation is a really big thing with uh, you can up your conversion rate and your click through and your open rates um, by 10, 20%. If you do that, you're absolutely welcome, Bryce. It's great to see you, man. It's absolutely great to see you. Seti, who's an awesome business owner and content creator says, I've kept my email newsletter to once a month, but might tweak it in the future. Busy teachers. Yeah. Once a month is more than enough for them. Yeah. You know, also think about, you know, think about, you know, putting yourself in their position, put yourself in their shoes, you know, put, put, put yourself in their shoes. You know, how often do you like getting emails? I mean, how many newsletters are you subscribed to? As a matter of fact, one thing that I would say is just a great tip is subscribe to email newsletters that are similar to the ones that you uh, provide. So for example, uh, you know, if you're a podcaster, uh, and you're building a business around your podcast, well, then subscribe to a really well-known, uh, a successful podcaster's uh, newsletter, uh, their email list, and then kind of see what they're doing. See how are they, how are they creating value? How, how often are they sending out emails? You could learn a lot. I mean, you can always unsubscribe, right? You can always unsubscribe, but you can learn a lot from your competitors, especially the people who are doing it well. So don't be afraid to subscribe to somebody in your niche uh, subscribe to their newsletter, subscribe to their email list, and study. You got to be a student. Study the niche, study the landscape, study the market that you're in. And that's a great way to kind of figure out, oh, okay, look what he's doing here. Look what she's doing there. Look at how many emails they're sending. Look at what they're saying in the subject line, right? We talk about title and thumbnails all the time on YouTube. The subject line is the first thing that everybody reads doesn't matter how good your email is, doesn't matter how good your, whatever it is you're sharing or whatever you want to maybe pitch. If that subject line doesn't grab their attention, right? I mean, this is, this is communication. It's communication 101. 
Thank you so much, Seti. Yeah, polling your audience is great. I mean, just be honest with them. You know, you'd be amazed. I, I, I see so many business owners, they underestimate their audience. You know, they think they know what's best for their audience. Let them tell you. I mean, I pull my audience all the time. There, I don't think I can literally safely say, especially in the last two years, I don't think there's ever been one piece of content that I've done that has not come from an audience member or from an audience poll or from an audience survey or just really diving deep into what my audience wants. I can't think of a video. I mean, I can't think. If I look at my content library, especially in the last two years, because when I say especially in the last two years, I really took a different approach to my content over 2019, 2020. Um which I saw massive growth. I saw a lot more growth um, where I started to, to understand the art and science of really YouTube, especially, um, but also just really leveraging uh, the audience and the audience interests and going deep on the viewer. So, so the, one of the things that I, that is so, so important about building your brand, building your awareness and building your business is go directly to the source you can literally right now go on Twitter, go on LinkedIn, on your community tab on YouTube. Do a poll. What's the next video you'd like to see? If you're struggling with ideas, if you're struggling with content ideas, here's an easy one. What are you facing? What challenge, what number one challenge are you facing right now? See what kind of answers you get. Every answer could be a potential content uh, uh, video or article or, or podcast episode. Every, every challenge could be a piece of content that you provide that helps them with that challenge. I do that all the time. I do it eternally. And I say 99% of my content is based on my audience. There are a couple of things, excuse me. There are a couple of things that I do just for myself, just because something I love to do and I'm feeling in the moment inspired. Like I did uh, a response to meet Kevin who, if you don't know who Meet Kevin is, he's probably one of the biggest financial influencers on YouTube, making exorbitant amounts of AdSense revenue a month on his channel. Um, I did a response video to an article in the New York Times basically bashing you know, YouTube and bashing YouTube creators in a really snobby, intellectual, pseudo-intellectual way. And I responded to that article. Um, is that something that my audience wanted? No, but I thought it was important for my audience because basically what that article was doing, if you're interested in that video, just go to my YouTube channel. It's my response to meet Kevin. I think I said meet Kevin gets bashed by the New York times. My response. I think that's the title. Maybe one of my mods can put a link in the uh, chat if you have the time. Um, that wasn't something that my audience asked for, but it was something that I think was important because the article was basically saying that YouTubers are not real creators and that um, content creators should not have a voice, you know, um, that is taken seriously. I mean, literally, that's what the article was saying. Um, whereas Meet Kevin, I've learned more about real estate. I've learned more about stocks. I've learned more about Doge, Dogecoin or whatever from watching Meet Kevin than I ever, I learned more about mortgages, right? Because I have a mortgage. I learned more about um, interest rates and mortgage rates uh, from Meet Kevin than I ever did in school, than I ever did from my CPA or ever did from anybody else. 
Um, and so this, this article was devaluing the information you can get on these platforms, specifically YouTube. So that was something that I felt I needed to do because I felt in my heart inspired. I was like, this is dangerous. This is dangerous rhetoric. And I just wanted to give my two cents on it. The video is actually performing really well too. So interesting stuff. Thank you so much. There's the, there's the link right there. Thank you, Lewis. I really, really appreciate it. Hey guys, if you're just joining us, don't forget you're watching Office Hours with your personal branding coach. There is a pinned questionnaire form in the comments. If you could leave your question, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. I'll also uh, share it right now. I'll do a couple more, if we have any, questions. Uh, and then, uh, by the way, don't be afraid if you're watching this on the replay or if you're listening to this or if you happen to just be joining us, leave your question in that form and I do a first come first serve. I'll answer it next week. I will answer it next week. So don't be afraid to do that. Okay, guys, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and share it again. Uh, let me see. How do you spell questionnaire? That's a tough one. I think I did it. So I'm going to go ahead and leave it in the chat. If you're on LinkedIn or uh, YouTube or anywhere or Facebook, it should be clickable. So make sure you click on that and leave a question. I just can't tell you guys how grateful and how much I love hanging out with you guys every single week. It really means a ton to me. It means the world to me that you guys hang out with me. Um, you have no idea. I do not take that for granted and I appreciate it more than anything. And so thank you so much, Silver Fox. Good to see you. And so, um, please, please, please know how much I value you and I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I want to answer your questions. I want to help you inspire you to grow your impact and income online. I've been doing this for a very, very long time. And so I'm here to help. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them, fill out that questionnaire form. And if I don't get to it this week, I'll get to it next week. We're going to wrap up the show in just a few minutes here, but I just, I have to say this to you, how much I appreciate you guys being here. And don't forget beyondtheboxacademy.com. There's a link in the description. If you want to go deeper, if you got value from this stream and you want a little more handholding through the whole process, Boy, oh boy, we got some amazing courses over at beyondtheboxacademy.com. So make sure you go check that out. Okay, guys? Love it. No Sneeze Nation. Not yet. It might happen. <laughs> Always appreciate that, Brian. Lewis says, I agree, but not really worried because that article is catering to people who still read magazines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, I had to, I had to, I had to write. Thank you so much, Ahmad. It's always a pleasure uh, seeing you. Yeah, I, I just, I had to, I had to say something because it was, it was one of the worst written articles I've ever read in my life. Um, it was the kind of article, like if you've ever been around somebody who is trying to sound smart, how many people, give me a hashtag me, if you can relate to this. Have you ever been around somebody who just uses $6 million words for the sake of using $6 million words, just so they can prove how intelligent they are? but they don't really have anything of substance to say. Let me know in the chat down below. Give me a hashtag me if you've been around somebody like that. If you have, then you probably felt the same way I did. You just kind of felt icky. Just like, oh man, I don't want to be around this person. Um, you know, like I actually, you know what? I take that back. I actually feel sorry for that person because they actually think 
that they're proving their intelligence when all they're doing is proving their naivety. Um, and, you know, I want to almost correct them and just say, you know, just speaking authentically and speaking directly is the best way to go. You don't have to use $6 billion word after $6 million word just to prove how smart you are. Um, what is the value of true intelligence is insight and insight can't be learned. It can't be fabricated. It has to be experienced. And so if you've experienced something and you can communicate it in a way that's insightful to somebody else, you don't have to use $6 million words. You just come from the heart. That's why I always say, uh, you know, know your purpose and speak directly speak with conviction and you're going to win. That's pretty much it. And it's not even win. You're just, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Thank you so much, Silver Fox. Thank you, Darlene. I appreciate that. Yes. I see a lot of hashtag me's Gary F in the house, Gary F in the house on LinkedIn. It's so good to see you, brother. Thank you so much for being here again. I appreciate you guys so, so much. You guys absolutely rock. Uh, I really, really appreciate this. Oh, I love this. So Stacy Allen, Stacy Allen, um, Stacy Allen has left a question in the question R. I'm going to answer that, Stacy. Stacy, are you still here? Stacy, if you're still here, give me a hashtag yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to answer that question first next week. So I'm going to give you a, uh, I'm going to issue you a, 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 a commandment. You need to be here next week because it's such a good question. It's such a good question. I love this question that Stacy Allen just asked, and I'm going to answer it first, the very first question on next week's show. So you know what you got to do is you've got to hit that subscribe button. You've got to hit the bell notification. Follow the hashtag NezNation on LinkedIn. Hit follow on Facebook. Subscribe. And we go live every Sunday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So you got to be here if you want to get your question answered. I love that. Thank you, Stacy, for asking that question. If you're still here. Hey, Walter is in the house. No problem, Walter. You know, here's the thing. That's why I love having these things live and breathe even after we go live is because I love watching Q and A's too, which is why one of it's one of the most fun pieces of content that I love to do. Uh, Q and A's because I get a lot of value from Q and A's because most of the time when I watch a Q and A or listen to a Q and A on a replay or watch a replay of a live Q and A, most of the time the questions being asked are questions that I have. So uh, I really, really appreciate that. And Walter, I, I, here's the thing too. I get it. I totally get it. We have life stuff. Um, this is the best time for, and by the way, this might change. So you want to make sure you subscribe. You know, I might change because summer is coming up, right? This time was working out really well for me right now. But now that summer's coming up and thank God they're lifting a lot of restrictions you know, Vegas is booming. Other economies are booming. They're getting resorts and tourism is skyrocketing right now. Hopefully that stays that way. I love seeing businesses succeed. Um, you know, my, the time that we go live may change. 
So you got to hit that subscribe button. Make sure you don't miss a thing. And also, if you were here for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway, how many people were here for the $10,000 subscriber giveaway? Give me a hashtag me. Stacy, I'm going to answer your question first next week. Okay, I'm going to save your question because we're going to get out of here in just a second. Thank you so much, Stacy. Make sure you hit follow. Make sure you hit subscribe. I'd love to see you on, on YouTube too, Stacy. But thanks for being here on Periscope. I really appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> how many people were here for the $10,000 giveaway? Well, guess what? I don't know about you, but I had a lot of fun giving away cash to, to my amazing Nez Nation audience. It was so much fun. Did you guys have fun? Give me a hashtag fun if you had a ton of fun on that show. Who knows? Maybe I might do a giveaway at 11,000. Maybe I might do a giveaway at 10,500. Maybe I'll do, and by the way, I'm almost at 10,500. I don't know when I'm going to do a giveaway, but I can tell you this. I like to share and I like to give, you know, to people I know deserve it. And you, Nez Nation, my loyal, awesome Nez Nation family, you deserve it. And that was so much fun. I feel like a summer sweepstakes might be upon us. <laughs> So guess what? I'm going to be doing that a lot more. When? I don't know. You got to show up and find out. So I know my man Lewis got, I think, 125 bucks or maybe 50 bucks. I can't remember Lewis. My man Seti got 100 bones. My man Seti won the grand prize, which was a $100 giveaway. Uh, and so if you want if you want to be a part of that fun that we had for the 10,000 subscriber giveaway, let me tell you something. I'm going to be doing more of that. I am going to be doing more of that. So you got to be here live to get on the people, the wheel of names. So you got to be here live. And so if you've made it this far, you are a truly committed loyalist of the Nez Nation family. Oh, wow. Lewis got 75. That's right. You got the 50 and the 25. So Lewis got 75 bucks straight to his Venmo account. So I'm telling you right now, guys. If you thank you so much, uh, Gary, I really appreciate that. Uh, Gary says, Karen, Professor Nez is the bomb. Thank you so much, Gary. I really appreciate that. Yes, Iman said he was there. Brian said he was there. Ken Wen said he was there. Good to see you, Ken. Uh, Brian said he was here. Yes, Lewis was the big winner. Yeah, Stacy says, whoop, whoop. Love it. Love it. Brand new to all this, but learning rapidly. Thank you so much, Stacy. I'm going to get to your question first next week and by the way if you're just watching this on the replay or if you're here just joining uh there's a questionnaire form uh live right now in the pinned comment and actually you know what i'll do is i'll leave it in there one more time just before we go uh just so you can uh just so you can um how do i spell this i always feel like i spell this wrong questionnaire form okay questionnaire is kind of a weird Okay, I'm leaving it in there one more time. Leave your question, and I will get to your question first. First come, first serve next week, live, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And by the way, guys, summer, you're going to get some cash. You're going to get some cash by joining me live. And so uh, I maybe I'm inspired by Mr. Beast. I don't know. But I just love giving back. And so uh, if you need some cash this summer... You want to join us every Sunday because I'm going to be doing a lot more cash giveaways. And who knows? I might just be doing random ones, maybe not even celebrating a milestone, just saying, hey, it's a beautiful day. Let's give away some cash. So um, 
You got to be here, y'all. You got to be here. I want to say thank you so, so much to everybody who was here live. Thank you so much for all the replay viewers. Thank you so much to you, Nez Nation, who I appreciate more than anything. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you click subscribe. And on behalf of the entire Nez Nation family, I bid you a fond adieu. I am Professor Nez, your personal branding coach, executive career coach, content creator, author, speaker. I love y'all, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening to our awesome podcast. I hope you got a lot out of it. It would mean the world to me if you wouldn't mind writing us an honest five-star review. It better be five stars for crying out loud um, <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Even if you're listening to this on Spotify, um, you know, or you know what? Honestly, wherever you want to leave it, it would be really, really appreciated by us. Um, if you're interested in delving further, I just wanted to let you know just really quickly that we have a major, major uh, discount on some unbelievable multiple award-winning, highly, highly reviewed, super high content courses over at beyondtheboxacademy.com. We have our flagship course, How to Make Money with Your Personal Brand. If you're interested, if you're sick and tired of hearing about this online thing and all these people being successful, earning five figures a month, earning six figures a year, you're like, I need to get in on this. I'm sick and tired of what I'm doing. I want a piece of this. I feel I'm good enough and I can do this. Well, I've got unbelievable, convenient, step-by-step, holding your hand the whole way, amazing award-winning courses over at Beyond the Box Academy, taught by yours truly, me, an actual business communications professor and somebody who's been in the online game for over two decades. So if you're interested in that, these are courses, guys, that are usually thousands of dollars uh, and, and they've been reduced over 60% uh, because of COVID. And you know what? I don't think I'm ever going to go back because people are really getting a lot of value from it and it's not always about money. I know you may find that hard to believe, but it's really not. And I love the fact that I'm getting all your emails, your messages, your course changed my life. Nez, your courses take me to the next level, my career, my business. I'm earning money, working from home. I just... That stuff electrifies me. So if you too want to jump in on that, there's links in the show notes, but you can also just go to beyondtheboxacademy.com. That's beyondtheboxacademy.com and go start changing your life right now. Thank you. Thank you.